and welcome to the latest edition of the Legion of Sports. We're almost into December now. Happy belated Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Thankful to each of you who contribute to us by listening to our crooked voices. We have a lot to cover today, which involves a bit of traditional Thanksgiving games. But let's start with something that caught our attention this week. So as always, Avi is with us today. Uh, Avi, what, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food and did you have a great Thanksgiving? Well, for me, Thanksgiving are overrated, man. Really? Uh, is, I mean, the food is overrated. Let's be honest. Turkey is not the best meat out there. Chicken is always going to be on the top of my list. And let's say if, if Thanksgiving was any better, we would do that every two or three months. There's a reason why it's once a year, because it's overrated. Nobody likes it. Maybe except the uh, mashed potatoes and the gravy. I'm on the other side of the spectrum here. Uh, I'm a big fan of Thanksgiving. And unfortunately, this year, uh, like everything was virtual. So, and, and, you know, due to social distancing and whatnot, we didn't, we couldn't really go to, you know, families and celebrate. For me, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year, at least English holiday or like American holiday where, you know, like, listen, Turkey might not be the best meal, but, you know, there's other stuff like, uh, you know, dressings and then my favorite uh, cranberry sauce. Oh, dude, that's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Cranberry sauce is, that's like, uh, well, uh, you know, uh, when you eat biryani, you find some elachi in there. That's the uh, uh, cranberry sauce. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I I love (laughs) elachi. Like, I think you didn't trust or like uh, someone who made that sauce didn't make it well. Nah. I think you were on the wrong end. That's all it is because like all the, all, like all the many times I've had cranberry sauce, um, it's, it's been phenomenal. Um, other than that, uh, like I said, not a big fan of uh, Turkey, but you know, this year it, it wasn't the same. But the one thing I really like about Thanksgiving is, you know, everyone's thankful. Everyone's thankful in a way that there's food everywhere. And I feel like people and their soft side are seen during Thanksgiving. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I remember last uh, last year going into my uncle and aunt's uh, Thanksgiving night and she made us uh, write something uh, on her Thanksgiving card to all the guests that arrived uh, at the house. And <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's pretty nice. Let's be honest. I mean, Thanksgiving in America is pretty, pretty awesome with the football going on. Well, unfortunately, this year, uh, thanks to NFL, uh, we'll get into that probably later. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think for me, my favorite was when I was in Nepal was probably Dipaoli. Uh, I mean, I loved it, man. Uh, uh, the Festival of Lights and here is probably Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah, it's, it's Thanksgiving here Thanksgiving here, and Dipaoli back home. Um, I heard you say Festival of Lies and... Lights. Yeah, it's it's lies, but I was like, lies? Like, what lies are you going to tell on Diwali? Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, a special week, uh, Thanksgiving, and, and it continued yesterday and then as well as today as well. And, um, you know, a lot happened in sports that we usually focus on. And for me, it was the fight, uh, Mike Tyson returning after 15 years. <laughs> I mean, it was special it was in a way brutal. because... It was special in a way because I, I was young. I was 10 years when Mike Tyson last played and I wasn't really, I, I was into sports already, but I didn't recognize Mike Tyson back then. And 
it, it was great to see him back and it felt like my dad was competing in a way because they, they are my dad says you know mm-hmm. and, um, but uh, I, I was pretty happy and pretty impressed with mike tyson as well and if you look at his footwork and and his speed still there you know yeah he's still despite, got it despite his age yeah, he still got it. it you know they they say form is temporary but class is permanent you know it's it's always there that touch yeah uh, i mean the transformation that mike tyson went from you know that fat i mean from me to mike tyson right now uh it I was mean, pretty... <laughs> from from you to from you to me basically yeah uh, kind of uh but i mean let's be honest i mean it wasn't a really a good fight it just everyone was happy that mike tyson was fighting and you know like stoop dog said while he was commentating it was just a couple of uncles uh fighting you know things on a thanksgiving dinner so uh a draw i mean come on yeah i i, I tweeted out and uh, it got pretty viral too as well uh, surprisingly but um yeah uh it, it was it was a draw and uh, i mean we all know mike tyson won fair and square but uh like you said snoop dog you know as a commentator was was pretty funny too so we need to see him in a, in a few more games and obviously odell beckham junior tweeted out or put an instagram post about about snoop dog being a commentator oh no he said the exact thing snoop dog the uh, snoop dog said so i think it was a plagiarism do you consider yeah, yeah. it as a plagiarism um i would i think i would just say just being smart about it because um, i mean you know everyone got their own follower not everyone was watching fight i'm pretty sure uh yeah. i mean there were millions out there like me uh streaming it illegally uh without the sound and <laughs> uh there's no way i'm going to pay $50 to watch uh, fat mac dyson beat up another guy uh but you know i think i saw three tweets uh, from different celebrities about the same thing a couple of uncles fighting on thanksgiving night yeah it it's safe to say if they were in college they would get an f grade um you know they didn't quote anyone been there so let's move on abi uh let's start or, or let's go to england selwy uh where it, it was premier league weekend and it was match week 10 for most and and uh match week 9 for some uh tottenham hotspur the leaders of the, of the league and were you know they they're they tied with uh reigning champions of liverpool so tottenham played host to chelsea and and it, it was a big game wasn't it yeah it was a big uh big game big call up you know big announcement massive stage for sports to go on top of the table but again not, not a great game i mean yeah, not, you, not not an entertaining game um, you can, yeah you can see the, i mean you know every time we get a game like this and people say oh you got to go through the tactics you know the defense look at the, it's, it's, there's a lot of defensive uh, load going on or whatever but it just i think both teams were just scared to go at it go at it uh, they were you know uh, being cautious with each other trying to just play out uh, I, i don't know i mean it was typical morino but i expected a lot better from uh, chelsea at least Absolutely Avi uh you're on point when you said you expected a lot more from Chelsea and I did the same because Chelsea are more attacking you know team and Mourinho obviously he is more cautious and then uh, pragmatic with his, with his approach and uh he's he's a more defensive coach and playing away from home you wouldn't expect him to be on the front foot um he would you would expect them to hit Chelsea on the counter and Chelsea were a little disappointing for me 
um, you know, like the, Tammy Abraham had a couple of chances, uh, brilliant crossing from uh, Rich James on, on the right-hand side. He couldn't finish. But coming into the game, build-up was amazing. Uh, you know, this was 1,000th game for uh, Chelsea's owner, Roman Abramovich. And, uh, um, the Russian money. Mm. Yeah, Russian oligarch, as, as they say. And, you know, two teams separated by two points and 1,000th game for Abramovich. And uh, in the opposing dugout, it was Mourinho, uh, Abramovich's most successful and longest-serving manager. And, and Jose's favorite child, uh, you know, Frank Lampard, leading the line for Chelsea. It couldn't have been a, you know, a, a better storyline. But the game didn't really turn out the way we wanted. But, um, you know, for other teams, uh, you know, they split the points. And, and for teams like United, Man City, I think they would be happy with that draw, wouldn't they? Yeah, I mean, apart from the fact that I had Spurs to win the game on my partly, but yeah, I mean, this is a good point for the rivals. Let's, I mean, Liverpool, I don't know, Leicester, can we call that a rival? I mean, I, I don't know anymore with this league. Yeah. Uh, Let's just say a friendly rival, if yeah. there's ever one. Yeah, because they'll bottle up, bottle up at the end anyway. Uh, but again, yeah, I mean, no, United, Not in 2016, not in 2016, but... I mean, they were well... Yeah, well, 2016, you know, wonder season, so I'll give them that. But uh, except from that, they've been just uh, been bottling the whole time. But, uh, you know, like you said, it's a good point for, I would say, Spurs. Even Mourinho did put out an Instagram post saying, hey, it's well done. I mean, but we're not satisfied. I still believe Spurs had a better chance than Chelsea in that game, uh, especially the last one. I feel like Spurs could have, you know, smashed and grabbed at the end. Yeah, smashed and grabbed. But hey, I'll, I'll get into Jose Mourinho's uh, yeah, social media following next, but one weird stat, or, I mean, weird or, I don't know, it's a fair stat. Lampard, you know, Frank Lampard, Chelsea boss, had scored 10% of the goals for Chelsea in Abramovich's lifespan as, as a Chelsea owner. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, and that's also the average for uh, most of the Chelsea fans born after that uh, Roman uh, Abramovich took over. So, so yeah, uh, you know, Jose Mourinho has is is known as someone who doesn't really have a big social media following, or, or who doesn't even use social media that much. So recently, we've seen him very active on social media. What has changed, and and why so? Well, let's. I mean, if you're not following Mourinho on so on Instagram, you're missing out because he's one of those he's one of those uh, celebrities that you absolutely need to follow. I mean, The Rock is one of them. You can. I mean, he he's one of those must follow guy. And I think Mourinho is also, his posts are absolutely full of sarcasm, funny, and weary. I mean, he's typical Mourinho in social media as well. Maybe I need, uh, maybe I need to start following him. I haven't followed him on Instagram. Oh, he's, he's definitely. Conor McGregor, The Rock, um, I mean, Rock you name it. Sure. Yeah. Rock for sure. Those guys, you, you need to just follow. That's yeah, you know. Even I found, a, I don't follow John Cena, but I saw his account and some of these you know, posts are pretty funny. DJ Khaled on Snapchat. But he, I mean, he, he gets too much. So nah, I, 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 I had to unfollow I, him. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't buy into DJ Khaled. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not hating on the guy, but it's, it's not my, my cup of tea. But anyways, uh, moving on, I'll be, uh, you know, great weekend uh, for, for, for football or soccer, uh, as we call it here in the U.S. Um, elsewhere, uh, you know, it, it it was comeback Cavani for uh, Edinson Cavani, El Matador, 
finally, there are 200,000 a week coming into fruition. And I, I picked him as, as a player of the week. Absolutely. I mean, 45 minutes, assist and two goal, come back. I mean, at the last, I mean, it reminded me the time when Van Persie had his hat trick against Southampton to win 3-2. And then Zlatan Ibrahimovic when he won with the header uh, against Southampton in the in the cup semifinal, I think, at Wembley. I mean, you know, he's just a club heritage, man. Indeed. Uh, fantastic for Cabani. And, and there, there were some people made, uh, criticizing Ole saying he should have started him, but get over it. I mean, he scored, he came and, and conquered. So that's, that's, that's what you need. And uh, for, for United, you know, the first 45 minute uh, was a total a, a different tale from the second 45 minutes. And then, you know. Well, I mean, I, let's, let's be honest. We were not bad in the game in the first half. It just Southampton got lucky and just scored in two quick set pieces. But and we just found a way to come back, you know, in the second half, even though Fernandez wasn't at his best. But still, I mean, he 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 he, he led the way. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, uh, you know, United didn't play that bad in the first half, but uh, going two 0 down, uh, it, it's 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 a big worry, especially when you've been playing really well away from home. But I think they won seven on the trot away from eight. home. Eight. Eight. Club record. That's, that's that's pretty impressive to me. Um, yeah, I mean, we are two points off the table if we win the game that's in our hand. So, I mean, come on. See, <laughs> see I, I don't see, you know, like there's no fans these days. So, you, I don't know if it's really as hard as the ones, uh, the, the previous streaks they have had before. But um, still, hey, it wins on the bounce away from home. I would take it. Can't yeah. complain. So, what else caught your attention at uh, during this game? Um, during this game or the Premier League weekend? No, ju- just that Southampton United game. Oh, um, David De Gea. Mm, I don't know. Uh, it just. Should he have said that? I, I believe he was. His position was wrong. Yeah, his his uh, position. I I don't think he could have saved it, but he was saving from behind the line, so it was. Just like... And 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 this is second time. I mean. Uh, last week against his uh, last Champions League game against Istanbul, exact same free kick. I mean, not exact, but typical fashion. And again, he was just saving from beyond the line. He caught it. He saved it against Istanbul too. But he was Istanbul was yeah in the Champions League. I know. I I want you to say the the full team uh, name. Uh, please no. Try, try it out. No way. I just know Istanbul. I, dude, I don't even want to know what the first name of the team is. Just. Uh, get them out of my life, but again, the yeah, he's. I don't know if it's if if, if it's the age coming off. Uh, I mean, we definitely look better with Dean Henderson in the second half. I mean, I want to support him, but come on. Yeah, I mean, person, me personally, I still think the hair is a better keeper. But since he's injured, I think it's the perfect time to give uh, you know Henderson a, a time and and a, yeah. and a run out and, and see. Especially but against I, PSG next game. Oh. Welcome, welcome to the spotlight, huh? Yeah. So let's move on um, uh, from Ole's United to Arteta's Arsenal, who lose to Overhampton Wanderers. How about that, huh? It can't get any worse for Arsenal, you know, uh, at home losing again and against Wolves. They hadn't won in, uh, you know, how many years? Okay, before this, there was one stat for a 
Southampton. So Southampton has have dropped the most points since 2018. I think it was like uh, after taking a lead. Yeah, I yeah. mean, basically, you drop points after taking a lead. So. Well, it's Southampton, but I mean, I mean, let's just give credit to Southampton because I feel like they're the most hardworking team in the Premier League. They run a lot, they you know oh, they yeah, cover they the do. distance a lot. But uh, I, you know that game was destined for United to win, especially after going two 0 down. You just you know kind of get the vibe that all right, it, yeah. It, especially after seeing seeing that stat, and 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 they saw they showed me another stat saying. United have won seven on the bounce or something, and I was like, everything's United in United's favor. And if they get one goal, they're getting all three back. I mean, yeah. two back and then one more. So that's what happened. So back to Arteta's Arsenal. Uh, you know, things are getting miserable for for Arsenal right now. They have the lowest chances created in the league, and and that's that's not saying anything. Um, only bottom four teams have conceded less goals, um, or sc- scored less goals. Sorry. And and you know at at this point, I don't know if it's the board, I don't know if it's Arteta, I don't know if it's the players. Uh, you know, I mean, worst start in the Premier League history. Well, Can anything you, go wrong? More wrong? I, I mean, I remember talking to Arsenal fans when you guys won the FA Cup, and just milking the crap out of it, like, oh my god, this is it. We found our manager. Oh my god, we're gonna win the league next uh, next two years or whatever. And you know, it just—it was just—you yeah, see a really bad food, and you just you know cover it up with a layer of chocolate. It doesn't make the food better in any sense, and that's what Arsenal is. It's just at the end of the season, they give you hope. And yeah, but again, it's, yeah, but, it's the same but thing. If, but if that chocolate is made by you, no matter how bad your chocolate is, you still think that it's it's really good enough. But sometimes it's not really good. What what I'm trying to say is like Arteta is your own like uh you know kind of like a, a a cult hero at Arsenal you know played for a few years you really want him to do well as, as Arsenal fans have said that and and he started really well let's make no mistake about that it, it was a hard yeah. one uh, defeating yeah. the likes of uh, City and uh, Chelsea as well so you know things things really looked uh, bright for Arsenal especially after signing Thomas Partey now who's injured um, but even with party, uh, you know, they, they they wouldn't look any better in the side. And uh, to to your point, uh, I mean, fans will always be realistic. And, you know, they they don't really want to see the pessimistic side of it. But uh, for for Arsenal, it, it's it's going downhill. And um, you know, everywhere you look, it, it's looking pretty bad. And if you really, if you if you had to point out one weakness, what would it be? Uh, I mean, of course you're. Attacking midfielder is the issue because you can't create any chances. But mm-hmm. since you got the team that you have right now, let's just you know let's just put your squad, the Arsenal squad, right there. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest problem is Aubameyang. I mean that guy. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I've seen a striker so lazy. Just you know, abs- he doesn't care, man. He, he, he looks so uninterested. Uh, there is no desire to win. Yeah, he doesn't create see, anything. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of want to defend Aubameyang here because let's say last couple of games he has started in the center, okay. But before that he was playing in the left, and you know how much defending Arsenal had to do against other teams because they were always playing without the ball. It's not that 
Arsenal are playing with the ball uh, compared to like Wenger era where they usually had the ball. So, you know, all the players would, would jump in. But right now, Aubameyang was played from the left and there's no link up play between him and, and the midfielders. Yeah, last couple of games, like he hasn't been really active, but the whole team has been crap. Like you can, it's, it's, it's a, like, like you, said, you, already, you, you already said, like uh, there's no creativity in, in, in midfield. So they're not really, like he's he's a finisher. Like if you see Obiman, like even like if you go back a couple of years ago, he wouldn't really be involved with the build up. He no, was but... he's always been a clinical finisher. So that has been missing, and and it shows uh, all, all the other flaws. That's 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 just what I what I see in him. And I I think if you can give him chances, he'll just score. But they like I haven't really seen any clinical. Uh, I mean, clear-cut opportunities for him. I, I really have to defend him on, on this. And and furthermore, the midfield is not just the number 10 area. Uh, the whole of midfield has been crap, and Danny Ceballos is, is, isn't good, good enough at this level. He might be from he might be on loan from Real Madrid, but I, I've given him well, enough a... time, and I don't <laughs> think he's good enough. Or is, 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 uh, is Granit Saka. Uh, like, midfield is just terrible. It's, it's bang average. Well, there's a reason why Ceballos... Is in loan because he's not good enough to play on a high level. I mean, the Real Madrid side, all right, take him whatever you want to eat, whatever you guys want to do. And Thomas yes, Partey, yes, with... yes and no, yes and no, because Real Madrid, Real Madrid rejects can still be great prospects in the Premier League, like we've seen before. I mean, uh, Mesut Ozil, Angel Di Maria, although he didn't really produce at United. I mean, all these players have been, you know, great after leaving Real Madrid as well, but. With Danny Ceballos, I really had high hopes, but not to be. I just can't wait for you, uh, for Arsenal fans to absolutely slander him like you guys uh, did to uh, Wenger. Slander Wenger? I mean, see, toxic. That, that was really toxic. I mean, some some of these fans like really need to learn and they, they, they need to know the history as well, like where your club came from and, and what... Um, you know, contribution a certain person has made to the club. I mean, it, it was really toxic, and do, yeah, do you, what they did, what they did to uh, Wenger was was just terrible. Like you know, uh, and 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 they're missing Wenger ball right now because hey, when there was like uh, Kleb, uh, you know, Rosicky, like Wilshere, Fabregas, Ramsey, you know, even um, Walcott and Enko, like at, at least they were playing pleasant football. Like it was good on the eye. Now with Arteta. Hey, I mean, they were playing little defensive football in the beginning. They weren't considering. But other than that, neither we're, neither they're getting any results or any performance. So they're getting none of that. So it, it's, a, it's a big worry. I mean, it's the uh, Pep Guardiola effect. I mean, that's where he's coming from, the, the, the coaching staff. I mean, he's trying to implement what he learned with Pep into Arsenal, but he doesn't realize that he doesn't have players to play uh, what – uh, the city has got so yeah exactly he doesn't have a billion dollar uh, uh, a check basically to to buy uh, you know 400 million worth of uh, defenders or like wing backs yeah I mean speaking of city man how is it possible every time Burnley like Burnley that team it's ridiculous like oh my god I mean defensively solid team against any Premier League team Burnley, Absolutely. tough place to go. Like, uh-huh. very I mean, like Torfmore. Exactly, to their average goals. I, I, I don't have the stats in front in front of me, but it has to be less than two goals per game. 
because you know they are such compact team. I mean, defensively strong, physical, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember them uh, conceding less than I mean more than two goals in even in defeats. But They're like at Etihad, five nil, five nil, five nil, and five nil straight four straight season. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 just been terrible. Like, yeah, and and Burnley Burnley have been abysmal this season. It's just you know like they have scored four goals and conceded seventeen. I, I think. They're just huge contenders to go down. Just wait for them to come to Old Trafford. I'm pretty sure somebody will be, you know, a world class midfielder and then world class goalkeeper. And you and, and wait for and, Ben Me to score a header last 89 minute. Um, yeah, it's a, I don't know, but hey, you know, it's, it's Premier League. You know, upsets do happen every now and then. Uh, any any other things uh, other than Everton? You know, stumbling again. Yeah, I just want to say shout out to Everton's fans uh, who were cheering for Champions League uh, uh, three months ago. I mean, two months ago after they won, I don't know, two in a row or three in a row. And now what? They're like six, five game losing streak in Premier League. Four game, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I think I it's four game. They, no, no, they're not on a losing streak. They're just on a single game. No, player. dude, it's four game losing streak. No, it's it's not four game. They have won four. Out, they have lost four out of the last five. Oh, okay, all right. So, I mean, come on. You can put that as three, four out of five. That's a bit, that's a good stat for Everton to say. Rodriguez, I mean, I think it was just hype. Um, I'm uh, not sure. Uh, see, I, I wouldn't say. Did you watch the game? I did. I was frustrated, man, against Leeds. Yeah, so, okay. They created a chance. mention Leeds. I, I totally forgot to mention Leeds because I think... I was the most number of Premier League minutes, um, number of Leeds minutes because like they're an interesting side, like high pressing, high tempo game. They lack a little bit of quality, but you know uh, their high energy game is just it's just tremendous to watch. And and Everton struggled again, you know. Uh, I mean, and, and Everton, I I don't think uh, James Rodriguez was that what was that bad. He was transitioning balls well, and Richarlison, they they definitely needed him back. Uh, Everton. So he played that game. Yeah, yeah. I said like he did. De- he definitely made oh, some changes okay, yeah. compared, yeah, compared to compared to previous games because previous games they they looked bad. And I'm not trying to make excuses, but Everton not having their wing backs didn't help at all. You know. Well, dude, every team got some sort of problem, all right? Oh, yeah, if, of course. If we, yeah, if we got if we go if we go down to excuse list, I'm pretty sure I, I can come up with some. Yeah. Liverpool fans are, you know, they are whining about the VAR. Did not see any of them last year when they were favoring. I mean, they, when they got favored for every literally uh, VAR situation, and now they're whining about it, saying, "Oh, this is not fair." James Miller, man. I mean, that guy. I have respect for him. He wrote a post saying, "This, uh, this is ruining the love of the game, dude." It, it did not. Re- it had no effect on you last year. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was. He was bit exaggerating over there, uh, James Milner. Anyways, yeah, talking about Leeds United, uh, coming back to them, they're, they're, they're an inter- entertaining prospect. And I I just, you know, like watching Leeds, I just hope that they have that bit of quality which they lack. Like they would be tremendous in, in this league. It, it's kind of like watching Liverpool of last year, like playing superb football, like high pressing energy game. But it's kind of like, a, you know, light version of, of Liverpool, but um, Leeds United, man, 
with, with Bielsa. It's, it's something different. All right. Uh, welcome back. Uh, have you ever thought about, especially us, uh, you know, immigrants are coming from a different country to the United States playing American football. So Avi, have you ever thought uh, how your life could have changed or would have changed? Have would you ever play quarterback or, or like any positions in, in football? What would I, have played quarterback. Position? I have played quarterback. I, I know. I mean, it's a, it's a quack, quack quarter, quarterback, basically. Yeah. Flag yeah. football. I played in the summer, in the, in our uh, uh, local flag football tournament. We had a league. We played every Tuesday night. Yeah. yeah uh, I, mean, I, I was a I mean, quarterback for the first two games. It went pretty good. But then I threw like five interceptions in one game and they benched me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I play for fun too. But I'm just saying, like, ideally, if you had the chance to, you know, grow up here, like, what position would you have picked up? Obviously, quarterback is a fancy position, but you know, uh, like... realistically, I think the well, the position that I like in NFL is probably the linebacker because I definitely want to see the quarterback being hit with know, with, with I... the chains now, uh, quarterback being, you know, like. Protected like a god. I mean, I just want to hit them, man. Oh man, don't even talk about it. Like, like a couple hours ago, I was watching the Bears, uh, Packers game. Like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, great quarterback. Like, like the you know defensive end from defensive end or or defensive tackle. I don't know. Um, from Chicago, like tossed barely tossed Rodgers in 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 the head and he fell down. Like. That was roughing the past like 15 yards. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, yeah, I mean, if you, soft, man. If, if, you, if your name is Brady Rogers, uh, there's very high chances that you're going to get those calls. Yeah, add moms in that list too. But yeah, like a few years ago, I thought about being a linebacker. Like, wouldn't that be cool? Like you get to hit like out of nowhere because like for defensive tackle, you're getting tackled for cornerback. You, ha- you can't really hit right away. You have to check your man. Yeah, so linebacker would be a cool position. But uh, for me, like, I don't know. I've always wa- liked running backs in, in a way. I don't know. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's tough on your body. But, you know, like, you get to carry the ball. You get to hit too, you know. Well, I mean, running back, it's just there. Uh, you can say that position is like midfield in soccer. It's like everyone can play there. And... Some of them are elites, some of them are bad, some of them, I mean, most of them are average. Uh, running back, you can literally take one running back from one team and just put him in the another. He won't uh, make no difference. See, I, I, I would say running back would be kind of like fullbacks because like you could put, put a midfielder in, into right back or left back and he'll be fine for the day. Just like Alex Iobi playing left back in and in, in such being such fickle and then have to run a lot. But anyways... So what's the hardest position in football to play? Oh, quarterback. Definitely. I don't dude, know. I, 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 dude, did you watch the Broncos and Saints game? That, that will tell you how difficult a game is going to be if there is no quarterback. Exactly. We, this, is, this is where I wanted to lead. Okay. So, you know, you're, you're really close to, I mean, you're a, since you're a Broncos fan, obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm surprised there was no last minute tryout last night. Like you basically had like 12 hours for the game remaining, like probably 15 hours for the game, and like a massive. Dude, I honestly outside the stadium. I honestly thought I was going to the stadium because I uh, I had off till uh, you know I had some time, but again I got called into work. But it's it just it's ridiculous the N- the NFL man. I mean to allow the Broncos to play without quarterback. I mean. 
Ponting was the best player of our game today. Oh yeah. So you know, before I talk about that, I think we'll definitely put a couple of polls as to in our Instagram account, like which is the best, like which which position would you play if if you had started playing American football, and what's the hardest position to to play? I think that that would be really good. Right. I mean, let's just put options on it. For me, it's quarterback the hardest position in in football. What about you? Uh for me, I think it would be a cornerback. Cornerback know. right now is yeah, it's, it's it's getting there. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. I mean, you touch like like a little blow to the air, and you might just get fifteen see, yard for. See, quarterback, yards. quarterback actually looks fun. Like you're having fun out there, you know. But cornerback, you're just chasing shadows in, in a way, and you can't even touch, and you get flagged. Yeah. But anyways, like you said, the the golf in quality between top quarterbacks and and bang average quarterbacks was was totally seen today. Like, no disrespect to him, the guy who started for Broncos today. Like, massive. oh no, I got massive respect for him. Yeah, but you know the quality you could easily see, like the difference in quality. Like. <laughs> He couldn't do nothing. I mean, he he had like I don't know three pass completion, uh, zero in the first half. Uh, and I think he, uh, not even three. I, I I believe he had one completion. I mean, I don't know. Well, dude, I think it's three. I I guess, but you know what? I mean, that's not a quarterback stat, especially in this era. I mean, if you uh, and he's not a quarterback. I mean, he he had zero rep uh, and. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he basically got called. Uh, I just want to be. Like, I just want to be the guy who, in the room, just to you know, the the situation when he got told, "Hey, you're gonna be started uh, tomorrow." Literally, like 15 hours before, and and dude, he wasn't even in the roster. Like he was in the practice squad. No, the like, worst thing is. No, the the worst thing is, bunch of the members in the Denver Broncos organization. I mean, the building. They don't even know who the guy was. The players don't even know who he was. He's He's a, he's in practice squad, uh, undrafted r- rookie, wide receiver, playing a quarterback. Nobody knows who. I mean, I'm dude, but you know what? I mean, NFL just made us uh, lose the game. So, so do you think it's 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 unfair that uh, Ravens game got postponed? But uh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, I mean, I get it. NFL, you trying to make you know. Uh, your league, uh, you're trying to send a message to the league. All right, this is what we're going to do if you're not going to follow the rules or whatever. But, dude, we don't have a single quarterback. You, you got to think all these things through. I mean, you basically just put a bad product on TV for the audience to see. I mean, this was a massive headline all over throughout the nation. And everyone was pretty much like, oh, what the game was going to be like. And it was just run, 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 and punt. I mean, that's just bad for NFL. Imagine if MLB or basketball or these, uh, you know, or hockey did something like this. I mean, they would get crucified by the fans. But it's NFL. They're making money out of it, so nobody cares. Exactly. It's it's monopoly. Like I, I was not not just once. Like they moved, they postponed Ravens game like twice. And and I was so pissed about this game moving from Tuesday, like uh, sorry Thursday. Uh, Thanksgiving. I was so looking forward to this game. You know, like Thursday night, like you it, it, eat hell, 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 lot of food uh, during Cowboys game. Like take a good nap and then wake up again to watch a great game. Pittsburgh Steelers versus you know, like so-called uh, Super Bowl contenders, uh, Baltimore Ravens, reigning MVP. Blah blah blah. Didn't happen. I was so gutted. Like I literally had nothing to watch that day. I was just 
I mean, the whole America had nothing to watch that game uh, that day. Um, and you know, speaking of the Broncos, remember we had our game post the New England when Cam Newton got COVID. They suspended the game for another week. So exactly. it's like oh, Denver Broncos, you're not relevant since Manning left. So fuck you. That that is what NFL did to us. Yeah. Um... Some more news about the Ravens. I mean, their players, I think 18 of them, 10 or 18 of them, they, they, they oh, got please. either positive, tested positive or contact tracing. And Dude, I, I don't think... At this point, I don't, I don't even care. I mean, Jim Harbaugh might as well just suit up and get, in, get into the quarterback position because I don't care if you got practice squad, your uncle or your nephew uh, in the lineup, just get him in. I just want a football game. Yep. So it's so the game is scheduled for Tuesday, and and I think we saw Tennessee Titans and then Buffalo Bills like a few weeks ago on a Tuesday, but it, it'll be interesting to have a, a game on Tuesday. Oh yeah, but, um, a lot of betting to do. <laughs> that that's what I get excited for. A lot of else to take for you, I guess. I mean, I've yeah, never really seen you win it's, anything. It's it's been uh, no today was a rough day for me. Rough. Like when has. Has there ever been a day that hasn't been rough? I mean, talking about talking about rough, like what's happened to Tom Brady? Like he's throwing interceptions, like right, left, and center. He's become he's suddenly become a turnover machine now. I mean, a rich man, James Winston. Uh, what did I tell you last year? He's done, man. I mean. With the defense he had at New England, he couldn't even get them to the uh, get past Tennessee. So what the hell is he going to do with Tampa Bay? I mean, I get it. He got. And I mean, say, you say like you you you've been saying since last year, but see, there's been uh, you know pundits that have been saying this from ten years, like literally since when Tom was like four thirty, four thirty-five. They're like, oh, Tom Brady's done, done, and it's it's one of those things. I, I I'm not trying to protect. Tom here is definitely been a turnover machine, and he hasn't been the Tom that we've all known him for. But you'll eventually get it right one day when you keep on saying every year, Tom is done, Tom is done, Tom is done. One day you'll get it right. Yeah, I mean, after 35, you can just call to pretty much say to any quarterback, he's done. But, but, and, but, but listen, Bucks don't have a bad defense. Dude, they had the best, uh, one of the best defense last year and even this year. And, it's still... and, and even this year, their the, the rossing defense is phenomenal. And passing defense, okay, it's, it's okay. But, hey, I mean, that's a really good defense. You have weapons on offense. I feel like that offensive tackle line is, offensive line is a bit vulnerable. But, hey, it's, it's Tom. You got all those weapons. Antonio Brown, you got, uh, you know, Godwin, um, Mike Evans, uh, Mike Evans, like Fournette, Roe Jones, Gronkowski, um, your buddy, buddy, since he, when you were a kid. Yeah, I mean, but Jesus. Hey, hey, one thing for one thing for box is they've been pretty bad all year. So if there is ever a good time to you know get better, this is the time. You know, like towards the end, like you know, there's like five or six games remaining if you get better get a momentum change like a couple more wins then you get on a run and you never know playoffs with with covid we don't know what's happening and interesting thing this year is you only have one 
team that gets a buy. So all the other six teams from each conference doesn't get a buy. So come playoff time, it'll be different this year because last year's whoever like the four teams that got buys, they had like hell of an advantage, but not this year. I mean, Tom Brady has been getting buys for like I don't know seven or eight times in his career, so. Uh, you know, it, it, it's good for him, uh, for Tom Brady to actually feel what a normal quarterback would feel like when they go to the playoffs, play extra game, travel board, play with, you know, better team like Saints in division. I mean, well, Well, Tom, Tommy has been getting average. You know who's been playing like Tom? Oh, please. No, I, I don't want to compare Mahomes to Tom Brady. No. I mean, see, people have been comparing because they were playing today. But on a talent level, of course, Mahomes is way more talented. But if Tom can, uh, I mean, if Mahomes can achieve like even half of what Tom's achieved, then it will be a, a, a stupendous uh, career. But anyways, today, another brilliant performance from, um, you know, Tyreek Hill and Mahomes, that duo, man. <laughs> I think Travis Kelsey had 86, like great like for a Titan having 86 yards or like averaging like around 100 yards a game is phenomenal. But today, Tyreek Hill outzone everyone. 13 catches, 269 yards, three touchdowns. You know how many points, PPR point, fantasy points, Tyreek Hill had? 58. Oh, yeah. On the other, yeah, PPR, 50, yeah, 58. Yep. And even half PPR, that would be like 51. Yeah, the, the, the Red Bull, uh, you know, the, the guy in our fantasy league, he had Hill, Mahomes, uh, Will Fuller, and he got like 195 points in the league. Oh, shoot. Yeah. At some point, he was on course to get 200, and I don't think anyone got, anyone's got 200 this year, has it? No. No, definitely not. No. I mean, I haven't got past 150. Forget 200. So. <laughs> I mean, it's very interesting. Yeah, he, he's stuck on 197 now, 196. Something. Wow. And... Raheem Mostert and Jack Moss underperformed. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have easily gone. Man, even his defense got 15 points and his kicker got 21 points. That's this. Like, see, Tyreek Hill and Mahomes, if you combine, you'd get 83 points. And some of our other players, they, they won't even get 83 in total. So that's... Nope. It's Mahomes, man. I mean, the MVP is, MVP is locked now. Wilson, forget about it. There is yeah. no way... Unless Wilson goes absolutely crazy against Philadelphia, I just don't see MVP, you know, uh, being snatched from uh, Mahomes this year. Mahomes, yeah. He's, 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 a, he's a runaway leader now at this point. So talking about uh, MVP favorites or, 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 you know, can is there anyone who, who could be MVP contender from the Browns team? Maybe defensive MVP, uh, Miles Garrett, maybe? Uh, not after today, no. not after you give up 27 points to Jacksonville Jaguars. No, it's, it's over, man. I mean, Miles Garrett, forget about it. Uh, of, of course, great player, whatever, but you can't give up 27 points against Jacksonville Jaguars and expect anyone, anyone from defensive team to get a shot out in the MVP conversation. Nope. Indeed. And how about them Browns? Are they serious contenders or they're just beating like those average teams um, it's, it's, it's really hard to understand this Browns team uh, if you're betting on them you're 
you are on the edge of your seat the whole game. You can expect nothing. I mean, at one point they're they are on fourteen point lead. The next they're down two. So, I mean, Baker Mayfield might look like a Heisman in one play, and then next play he'll look like a complete bum. Uh, it just Nick Chubb has been saving their ass uh, the last two games. But apart from that, I think Browns. It just you know I think they're good enough to be in the playoffs. But and again, I won't be surprised if they beat Bills or Cardinals in the playoffs. You know, that's how inconsistent that team is. I mean, to face the Cardinals, you really have to go to Super Bowl. But <laughs> that would be an interesting game: Cardinals versus uh, Brown Super Bowl. But uh, moving on, uh, Abi, there was uh, there, there's a vacancy in in NFL coaching right now with the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions like taking L's, you know, light, right, left, and center. I mean. They won thing. four. They 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 won. I mean, they lost four consecutive games on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving special. It's you know. I think we did talk about Detroit Lions last time, and I told you, uh, just watching Detroit on Thanksgiving night is single most depressing thing NFL any NFL fan has to go through. Because, I mean, I get the tradition and all, but come on, I mean, put a better product out there. Uh, the the only positive thing coming out of uh, the Detroit Houston game is. Detroit fans actually went to Deshaun Watson charity website and started donating money as a thank you for getting rid of Matt Patricia. That's how bad it is in Detroit. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad out there. And I feel like Matt Stafford is it's someone who you can really rely on, but I don't think he like he needs to go to another rebuild there in Detroit. I mean, Stafford doesn't care anymore. He got his contract. He knows he's not going to get anything out of this team. The defense is still as bad as it'll ever be. I'm not sure. I I, I think Stafford would be a great fit at at New England. I don't know. I'm just guessing, second guessing. Oh, no. Yeah, no. New England is just fine with Cam Newton. They just got to put a better uh, skill players around him. I mean, they won against Cardinals today again. Oh, yeah. Cardinals. Yeah, that, that was surprising. But did you see uh, the head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, making so many errors? Or just Bill Belichick getting into his head? Yeah, I mean, that too. But hey, uh, kudos to Bill Belichick because he knows how to stop opposing quarterbacks, man. Like, he's mm-hmm. such a genius at it. I mean, like, a guy, coming from a guy who said they were playing soft last week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, of course. Like, when I was watching them all, all the other weeks, they were definitely playing soft. Like, <laughs> They they weren't their usual self. They're they five and seven. Yeah, I mean, record shows shows different. Like despite having the roster, they said. But I was let's just say I was expecting too much of of his side. But today, I mean, they proved me wrong. Like they 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 fought really good. And Cliff Kingsbury playing against his own. Like you know, he was a backup for Tom Brady at some point. Oh, was he? Yeah, in New England. So went back there and and couldn't win. I mean, so about, you know, Thanksgiving, do we even have to talk about Cowboys anymore? Uh, I mean, <laughs> at, at, at this point, at this point, you know, I feel bad for Cowboys already. Uh, I know it's coming from me. I mean, I, I do want to make fun of Cowboys and all, but I mean, you know, when you lose 41-16 against Against, against a football team, team. Against, oh, a, against a team that doesn't have a name. Exactly. That, that, that's just goes to tell you, uh, you know, 
at this point, if I make fun of cowboys, I, I, I think I might just be responsible for someone committing suicide uh, or whatever, because, I mean, it's enough. And I mean, cowboys fans need to just... Uh, <laughs> the best thing they can do is to stop wearing the jersey or cap or, you know, maybe skip this year, you know, enjoy the game in your closet or something. But I'm yeah, just I mean, happy all those uh, deluded fans are silent right now. See... I mean, those deluded fans can be silent, but me as a fan, I don't know. I'll, I'll wear my gear and stuff because I'm I'm loud and proud even when we lose. Because out of what? I mean, thank you. Of, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, there isn't anything to be proud of. But exactly. But at least like it's it's your team. You gotta represent when you like when your team is losing, so that you can cheer when you when you're winning. I mean, everyone can join. But win win though. I mean, <laughs> one day. Like we've been waiting on that word. Even Liverpool fans waited whole like generations, you know. You, yeah. you and and a whole pandemic too. Like And the worst thing is uh Cowboys fans, I mean I have seen them, you know, saying this is the best team we have ever got so far. And you know, like all those claims about oh Zeke or I mean, Dak, I mean offense, whoa. Yeah, of course. Our, our Jerry, our I mean, the best general manager in the whole league, Ugh. the whole Jeez. damn league. Of course, I mean, Racist. <coughs> he would he would definitely get the best roster. Like all all these guys who have weight issues and and whatnot problems, man. I I don't know. Losing to the football team, uh, like forty one to something, symbolic, utter embarrassment. Uh, who is the quarterback of? Uh, the red rifle. Oh my bad. Yeah, he could. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. The more we talk about the Cowboys, the depressing the show is gonna get. So let's just move on. Yeah, let's just move on. And any any big games to look forward to this this week and and forward and beyond. I'm looking forward to the Seahawks and the Philadelphia games because guess what? Uh, I heard a report saying Jalen Hurts is getting a first rep. Reps, yeah. So you know that's an interesting take. Uh, I mean, see, I, see, I, don't know a... to, I don't know how to take it because they said he isn't started yet, but he's getting getting uh, you know first team reps. And from Carson Wentz' perspective, if he, if you were Carson Wentz and someone else is getting your reps, you know you'd be slightly nervous too, wouldn't you? Oh, nervous! I mean, he'd be shitting his pants uh, if. Carson Wentz does not get does I mean he if he does not get enough to at least compete against Seahawks a high scoring team then I'm guessing he might be benched the next game because and and uh, Seattle Seattle is is getting a little better on defense so it might be tough for uh, Philly uh, uh, so I don't know it, it it's a tough game and there's a lot of rumors around Doc Peterson and and well Carson Wentz didn't you rank him above like all these many quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I had a Dak Prescott. I had a um, who was the other quarterbacks in the league? Daniel James uh, Jones. Yeah. And... I mean, of course, NFC East. What else do you expect? But I can still fathom that you still have wins ahead of Dak Prescott. Just oh yeah, believe. I would rather and, have one. You you had wins way over like all the other all the other quarterbacks. We need to see the list, but I mean, I think I I had him in my top ten. Yeah, I yeah, did. Definitely. Because yeah. with the players he got, uh, let's be honest, man. I mean, he 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 does enough for the team. 
mean, it's just okay. the turnover that he got uh, got to take care of. But uh, but with, you do know, you still do you still think he's a top ten quarterback? Oh, right now, no, definitely not. Exactly. So, right? No, I mean, dude, that's the that's football right there. I mean, you can predict something on. Uh, no, it's, the, it's, it's it's not about prediction. Like he's been having that turnover issues for a while, and. Like you always rank him way higher than and Dak and and all the other. Okay, guys. so and what number you had Tom Brady on your list? I don't remember, but four, I, I don't, five, four, no, no, five. I, I, no, I, I seven, didn't have him top ten, top yeah, 10? probably, probably top ten, yeah. Okay, is he top ten now? Like statistically not, but still, like you would consider him as a as as a as a great uh, quarterback, and if you had to start your franchise, like. Oh, you're going to start your franchise with Tom Brady. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm not talking about Tom Brady here. If you had to start your franchise, would you would you would you take like Carson Wentz that high? At number 10? Yeah. No, not right now. Yeah, so and and, and I mean and Tom Brady doesn't well, I would definitely take Carson Wentz over Tom Brady, I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> we'll have more turnovers for sure. I think Brady got more turnover than Carson wins. No, uh, still Carson has more turnovers. Oh, uh, well, I mean, he got better. Uh, he's sitting pretty at uh, second spot, though. Probably, uh, I mean, your excuse might be Carson wins is facing better cornerbacks, so they could catch the ball better. But on that note, uh, you know, we're getting towards the business end of the NFL, and uh, we have a lot more to cover for the Premier League. Uh, NBA is almost here. We might have something uh, to, to talk about next week. Uh, you know, preseason games coming up, and 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 it looks like it's 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 about to be an exciting season. Um, is LeBron going to win his fifth ring? I mean, he hasn't won his fourth uh, still, so it doesn't matter. I mean, it's an asterisk; it doesn't count in my book. <laughs> Thankfully, your book isn't the official NFL or sorry NBA book. It's so, uh, it's rated R. Uh, <laughs> doesn't quite. It doesn't even get past uh, in the uh, bookshelf. Thank God. So thank you all for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, feedback, do let us know. Uh, we're very apologetic that we couldn't be with you for this many weeks. Um, from now onwards, we'd like to be pretty regular. Uh, we had a lot of festive events and and whatnot. We missed a lot of things. Uh, fortunately, Thanksgiving, you know, uh, we decided to move forward again on Thanksgiving and, and make this show a lot better than, than it has been. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, let us know. Our Instagram page is there, as always, at the Legion of Sports. You can find us on YouTube as well and other areas as well, other social media platform as well. Other than that, with this is Prazol uh, with Avi. Um, Signing out for tonight. Meet you all next week. Thank you.